1: hello everybody thank you for joining me today my name is bradley Shaw, and on between the covers we're very honored to have author karen Thurpet, who is the new author of uh the third book in her dr hamish hart series uh murder at frog's hollow now before i introduce karen and speak with her directly i'd like to give everybody a quick snapshot uh dr karen thurkett is a, has a phd in medical anthropology and a lifelong interest in cultural belief systems related to health and medicine she's taught at the university of queensland um and it goes on quite a lot so she's done quite a lot she supervised masters and phd students in public health across the country and she's also published two non-fiction books prior prior to her fiction series the dr hamish Hart mysteries which consists of murder at dunwich asylum and her second book plantation murders today she joins me to talk about murder at frog's hollow hello karen how are you today
0: hi bradley i'm great how are you
1: Ah oh, wonderful. It's always lovely to talk to you and thank you so much for making time to uh, to you know talk about this wonderful new book to the series. And for everybody listening who maybe yet has not come across Dr Hamish Hart. Uh tell us about this book but also more of the series.
0: Okay, so Dr Hamish Hart is a young eager medical doctor that's um come up from New South Wales to escape his father largely, and he's moved into the frontier of Brisbane in the 1880s. So he's um, trying to set himself up in a in a private practice, but he finds that he keeps getting drawn in to work as a medical examiner when there are all these strange murders that happen. So he's sort of sticking his beak in other people's business all the time.
1: <laughs> no, you know, and he's a fascinating character too. Was he difficult to create in the constructs originally? So naturally, he's progressed through the stories. But tell us, was a character? How have you found writing Hamish uh, in the in the series particularly?
0: I've found it incredibly fascinating to watch Hamish become like an invisible friend to me. So I started. I thought of Hamish because. I have a medical background. I'm interested in medical history. So I wanted to have a medical element to the stories. Um, and they're set in the late Victorian period, which is a really exciting time of change in medicine. Uh, so I wanted that. That's the idea for a doctor. But Hamish, the character, the person that he is and has become. Is just so real to me. Like my husband says, You know, Hamish is not real, right? And I go, What? What is He's my friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so Hamish Hart is a fantastic character. You put him in a great period. Tell us about picking the locations in these books. So we've got Dunnish Asylum, we have the plantation murders, and now we have murder at Frogs Hollow. Were you strategic in making sure that these were all Queensland procs like areas and, and the story was consistently based in that Queensland Brisbane area? Tell the us settings about
0: that. Yeah, the settings came about because um I live in Dunwich on North Stradbroke Island. It's a beautiful little subtropical island, about 25, km, uh, 25 minutes in water taxi, really, from Brisbane. So it's this sunline little paradise, largely, and it has an incredibly interesting history. So when I wrote my first book, they say, write about something you know. So I did. So I set the scene in the asylum that I knew had been in Dunwich and I I spent a lot of time with the um, historical museum over here. So I knew a lot about the asylum and it just seemed like a natural place to set a murder mystery. Um, And then with plantation murders, it started a little bit more with the idea. I'm, I'm very interested in the South Sea Islanders that were brought over from the islands in the, in the 1880s to work on the sugar plantations in Queensland. And um, one of the areas local to Brisbane, where that happened quite early on, was in the Logan area. And so the, the idea came from being able to start with, uh, you know, a South Sea Island character who'd been brought over as a Kanaka from the, from the islands. So that's where Plantation Motors came from. And then Frog's Hollow came from an archaeological dig that happened in Brisbane in the, over the last couple of years, really. They they had to do an archaeological dig to identify the cultural heritage sites of where they were putting in the subway, the Brisbane subway, and they found a lot of really cool, interesting stuff which excited me. And uh, so I started researching the, the stuff that they were finding, like a tiny, tiny little opium pin, silver opium pin, that they found was really, really fascinating. And so I learned all about opium and all about how, where, and how it all worked in in the 1880s in in Frog's Hollow in Brisbane. And, and yeah, so so Frog's Hollow kind of came from an archaeological dig that was happening here at the time when I was getting ideas for the next story.
1: Oh, fantastic! And yeah, like like one of the things that I note is that you are so authentic in the in the medicine, the the profiling, the the crime scenes. Um, were there any challenges in the sense, like as you say, delving into these researchers of the histories in these periods? Uh, were there any challenges you found in writing uh, the books to keep that authenticity?
0: Uh, no, well, look, I love the I love the research. I research and and you know, probably to the nth degree and further than I need to, tiny little details. And you know, people will still say to me, Karen, you know, does it really matter? Because it's fiction, you know, I'm going, no, it matters, it really matters. <laughs> and so I have to find out the tiniest details. But um, I love to do that. So it's not really a challenge. I think if there's any challenge throughout the books, they're all They all have a kind of a cultural theme to them. And so there are some challenges in working with different cultures and representing different cultures in text. And and I try to be really sensitive to those challenges. And I, I try to work in ways that are sensitive to other people's voices and other people's Cultures, so obviously there's some um, Aboriginal, you know, context in Murder at the Dunwich Spilem, and so I I worked with the Aboriginal people here on the island. I'm really excited to say that the traditional owners have read it and love it, and so that's all okay. Um, But it doesn't necessarily work out okay when you're working with other cultures. And, uh, and with Plantation Murders, I even went a step further and one of the characters, Kalo, one of my main characters, is actually a South Sea Islander. And so, you know, to get in someone else's perspective and represent their mm. worldview, it's it's a sensitive thing to do culturally. Yeah. So if there have been any challenges, that's that's where they are. Um, not that they're challenges in that they're difficult, but they're challenges in that you have to be really mindful and. Yeah really culturally sensitive
1: no no definitely no i understand that and it's important too like so when you're when you're creating these characters and such um you're you how are you selecting them how are you designing them for your book like you you've got a storyline and you've got hamish who's given you know your favorite but with the other characters that are intertwined to the story how do you pick and select and, and understand them as you say
0: So there's a a few key characters that travel through all of the books, Um, one being Hamish, obviously, but he's got a close friend, Rita Cartwright, who is um, a wealthy young woman. She actually went to the London School of Medicine for Women and graduated as a medical doctor, but she's not able to work in Australia because we wouldn't give registration to women in those days. Uh, so she sort of works alongside Hamish as he's offside her a bit, and she, she balances him out. And, and I guess I, I wanted um, a character that would balance. Hamish is fairly um, whimsical. So a lot of the time he's unsure of himself, and so I needed a character with confidence, I felt, to, to yeah. offset that. And then they're both very young and Wallace, the third character that travels through all the books, he's an older man who was a ship's um, cook and Hamish meets him in the first book, Murder at the Dunwich Asylum, they become friends. So Wallace is like the older, wiser person <laughs> that helps them to wade through the messes that they get themselves into. <laughs> oh,
1: so those You people, need that balance, yeah.
0: Yeah, so those three go through all the stories and they do balance each other off nicely. But the then the um, stories, kind of the characters come with the plot, I guess. Um, I always start with the setting. I always start with the place first and do a lot of research about the place. And I guess with Frog's Hollow, the um, story and the whole plot came out of this interest in this one tiny little silver opium stick and when i found out what it was used for that i found out the huge you know opium scene that was was going on in frogs hollow at the time and the chinese people that lived there and and it, you know one thing rolls onto the other so then you need chinese characters and then you need you know and i remembered that hamish had um grown up on uh, on the gold fields in ballarat and mm-hmm. so he would conceivably have had a friend who was Chinese. And so that's where Arte, the main character in the Murder at Frog's Hollow came from as a childhood friend of Hamish's from his his days on the (laughs) goldfields.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. And through the series too, I imagine you have intermittent characters that are in all three books as opposed to the main three you mentioned. But, of course, there'd be those yeah, that coming King across. You
0: know what? They haven't so far. But readers have been saying to me, oh, can <laughs> Kate come back? It's really like Kate. <laughs> And And so continue of course yeah but the only, you know the only people that can't come back are the ones that got murdered i guess
1: oh <laughs> yes that's true that's that's definitely <laughs> um but one of the things one of the things is my next question is just answered in a way is what have the readers given you in response because a lot of authors usually get you know their first book out they don't know straight away how it's going to be received you now have your third book out so yeah. obviously the first two have been well received what has the feedback been for you
0: um uh, you know people a lot of people love the historical detail that's in the book so that's probably the majority of the positive feedback I get is around the historical detail and they love to read about places that they're either visiting such as you know the holiday people who come to Dunwich or places that they know so people who live in Logan or live in Brisbane they can say oh we know that actually there are little there are people going around um Strati or, or around the island now, pointing out, oh, that's where this happened, and that's where that <laughs> happened. So, like murder at the Dunwich asylum has become like a little cultural tour. Of <laughs> <Stanford Island.
1: laughs> well, yeah, that's great. You're inspiring tourism. There's another. I know, right? Course. I should so, get yeah, it that. That's right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to talk to Brisbane travel and see what they got. Um, but yeah, so last time, last question, Karen, just quickly. Three books, Dunwich Asylum, Plantation Murders, and now Murder at Frogs Hollow. Which one's your favorite?
0: No, you can't pick amongst your babies. No way. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite it's is unanimous, all, all three. <laughs> My favorite is always the one that I'm writing at the current time. Yeah. While I'm writing good. it, I always think, oh, I love this, you know, this is so cool. This is so fun. But then when I get yeah. to the next one, I go, oh no, this one's really good. <laughs>
1: Do you find, too, like just out of curiosity I'm, and for writers who are learning the craft and getting their first book started and they're planning a series, how have you found your own writing? Has it developed? Has it got stronger? Have you got more confident? What has happened for you through this series as a writer?
0: It's definitely, I've definitely become more confident. Um, I think I have more more poise, I guess, is a word that you could, you could use in that um, it, everything seemed very not forced, but there was a lot of effort in everything that I did in the first book, Um, whereas now I feel like I can sort of flow, you know, the work can flow in a little bit more natural way. Um, But at the same time as I've written these three books, I've been doing a master's in creative writing and that has helped ginormously. People Mm. said, why are you doing that? You've already written a couple of books, you know, why would you need to do that? but you know the way that you're forced to sort of critique and reflect on other works and and uh, it it just, it just, and also it gives you confidence to know, hey, mm. you know, these are the, these are the best in the land and I'm I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm yeah, that,
1: yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You can never stop learning. And that's the key too. it's yeah. like every book you should want to hopefully get better and, and build yeah. your, your talent. Yeah. And you've certainly done that. So uh, for everybody listening, Murder at Frog's Hollow is out in November. Uh, It's the third book of the Dr. Hamish Hart Mysteries. And if you can, get hold of the first two before you read the third. But if not, grab all three. And, um, yeah, they're just a fantastic series and fantastic books. So congratulations, Karen. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you. And everybody, uh, please continue to support uh, Karen's journey um, and independent authors uh, in Australia. And uh, you can get the book in your bookshops online and ask your libraries to grab it as well. Everybody stay safe. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. And we look forward to the next episode with you, with our authors and um, everybody staying health, healthy. Thank you and uh, good night.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.